Today is Monday, July 25th, 2022. This is the Lincoln KY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spaulding. On today's episode, abortion still legal in Kentucky for now. Edgewood looks to install safe haven baby box. Eight from NKY agencies graduate from SRO training, and Kentucky Treasurer announces run for state auditor. Abortion still legal in Kentucky for now, after Judge Block's fetal heartbeat law, reported on by Mark Payne. A Louisville judge has issued an injunction that blocks the Kentucky fetal heartbeat law until the case had its chance to go through court. For the time being, this will keep abortion legal in Kentucky. Once again, the courts have rightly stopped Attorney General Daniel Cameron's relentless efforts to ban abortion, which would have devastating consequences for Kentuckians, said leaders from the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU of Kentucky, and Planned Parenthood Federation of America on behalf of EMW Women's Surgical Center and Planned Parenthood Great Northwest, Hawaii, Indiana, Kentucky, in a statement. Jefferson Circuit Court Judge Mitch Perry made the decision Friday, which comes after his June decision that temporarily blocked the implementation of a trigger ban that automatically kicked in once the Supreme Court voted to overturn Roe v. Wade, which made abortion legal in the United States. Appearing outside of the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals Thursday after a hearing on another lawsuit, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron said he expected a decision soon from Perry, not knowing it would come the next day, and that his office would be appealing his decision. My hope is that we'll have a ruling in the next few weeks from Judge Perry, at which time the order will be final and appealable, Cameron said Thursday. We can take it directly to the Kentucky appellate. Cameron also said the law expresses the values of Kentucky after 19 members of the Democratic Party of Kentucky voted in favor of the 2019 law. What I'll say about the Human Life Protection Act is that when it passed, it passed with bipartisan support, Cameron said. Cameron is likely to appeal the decision, but for now, the two abortion clinics in Kentucky that still perform the procedure, Planned Parenthood and EMW Women's Surgical Center, can continue providing the service. Edgewood looks to install safe haven baby box on Firehouse, reported on by Patricia A. Shire. A safe haven baby box could be going up at Edgewood's firehouse. Councilman Dale Henson suggested Monday installing one of the boxes where women in crisis can safely and anonymously surrender a newborn if they are unable to care for it. I read an article about baby boxes in our area, Henson said. The state of Ohio has six. There's one in Delhi, Union, Fort Mitchell has one. These boxes are climate controlled. There is a bassinet, there's a blanket, and there are alarms on it that trigger inside to let the firemen know that there is a baby there. He told council that a similar box in Carmel, Indiana, had three babies surrendered in six weeks, and since 2004, there have been 72 babies put into similar surrender boxes. Henson had explained that a resident had attended a meeting last year to propose that the city become a sanctuary city for the unborn. At the time, council did not feel that a designation like that could have any significant impact. A sanctuary city for the unborn would install a law that would outlaw abortion within the city limits. Fire Chief Tom Dickman was happy to know that if a baby is put into the box, a 911 call immediately would go out to alert emergency personnel to the presence of an infant, because, he said, sometimes personnel might not be at the actual firehouse to get the alarm. Firehouses are staffed 24-7, but they are regularly dispatched to fire and emergency runs. 
City Administrator Brian Denner said it was his understanding that as soon as emergency personnel are notified, the child is taken to an emergency room at a hospital and staff there is trained what to do from that point. He said Safe Haven is also notified. Danner said he thought Dickman could call Fort Mitchell and find out how the whole thing works, and Dickman agreed that would be the next step. I think we just need council support to say go for it, Denner said, to a chorus of go for it from the council. Fort Mitchell Fire Chief Adam Fuller said they were one of the first departments in northern Kentucky to take measures to get a baby box installed into the wall of the fire department. We worked through council to get the approval for the baby box, Fuller said. There was an anonymous donor who paid for the box, and businesses in the community installed the box. The box has been in operation since January 21st. Fuller said the box is 42 inches wide by 38 inches tall, and inside the box is a bassinet with a little mattress and a blanket. The box is climate-controlled, and after a baby is placed inside, the box locks from the outside. As soon as the baby is placed inside, an alarm system is initiated to dispatch, and the infant is transported to the nearest appropriate medical facility. Fuller was happy to hear that Edgewood is taking steps to obtain a baby box and recommended that more cities do the same. It's only a matter of time before they are used, he predicted. 8 from NKY agencies graduate from school resource officer training, reported on by Link NKY staff. Nearly 30 law enforcement officers from across Kentucky, including 8 from Northern Kentucky agencies, graduated last week from the Kentucky Department of Criminal Justice Training, DOCJT, School Resource Officer 3 training. It is the sixth class to finish 120 hours of state-mandated training over a three-year time frame to be fully certified to work in Kentucky schools. Ensuring the safety and well-being of Kentucky schools is a top priority of my administration, said Governor Andy Bashir. I commend you on taking on this responsibility. Thank you for all you do for your agency, school systems, and the Commonwealth. DOCJT's SRO training targets the specific needs of officers who are assigned to provide safety and security to the students and staff located inside a school, an announcement said. The three levels of training are offered to active certified law enforcement serving as school resource officers. SRO training includes topics such as working with special needs students, mental health awareness, and trauma-informed action. Firearms and tactics refresher training are also included. School resource officers are a vital part of law enforcement agencies in today's world, said DOCJT Commissioner Nikolai Jelik. I am proud of the efforts you have made to make our schools a safe place for our children to learn. A new state law requires that each campus have an SRO by August 1st, if possible. Kentucky Treasurer announces run for state auditor, reported on by Link and KY staff. Kentucky State Treasurer Allison Ball formally announced her candidacy for Kentucky State Auditor today. Ball is the first candidate to enter the field for the 2023 election. The announcement was made in an interview for Bill Bryan's Kentucky Newsmakers. As state treasurer, I've delivered all my promise to serve as a watchdog of taxpayer dollars, said Ball, who is nearing the end of her second term. I have ensured taxpayer dollars are protected and stopped unconstitutional spending and cyber fraud. I will maintain this same watchdog mentality as Kentucky State Auditor. The current Auditor of Public Accounts, Mike Harmon, is not seeking another term and instead is running for governor. Ball, who recently announced she will be speaking at Fancy Farm, said she is committed to getting the state's financial house in order. Ball, who recently announced she will be speaking at Fancy Farm, said she is committed to getting the state's financial house in order. 
the general fund for the state shows Kentucky has a surplus, but consumers are still struggling to get by with record inflation and gas prices. As treasurer, I've made the impossible happen. We've created new programs to benefit Kentuckians at no additional cost to our taxpayers, Ball said. Financial stability is key to maintaining a healthy economy. That is why, with the support of our communities, I'm ready to use my best practices in the Kentucky Auditor's Office. And those are the headlines we are following for Monday, July 25th, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast and all Link NKY podcasts are available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and LinkNKY.com. Please subscribe and tell a friend. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening around Northern Kentucky, visit LinkNKY.com. <laughs>